So I know I bombed the last uh, joke of the last episode. Yeah, I, yes. I and I realized yes, what did. it was. I tried to I tried to go broad. I tried to do something that I thought everyone was going to enjoy. So I'm just going to do something that only Adam would enjoy. All right, here we go. Oh, Adam, last night, uh, you know, for the Festival of Lights in Riverside, uh, you know, we went mm. to the, a nearby trail. Uh, up on mm. a hill and we you know we wanted to go watch the fireworks i didn't really think much of my outfit but um I, I guess i should have thought about it before headed up there because i was on the trail someone passed by me and then he just shouted out hey nice outfit loser 2001 called and uh, it made me feel really bad but then like i realized that person was on the phone and they're like oh god something happened to the world trade center <laughs> Because they were talking on the phone with 20, 2001, Adam. They're talking on the phone with two, with the year 2001? Because 2001 <laughs> called. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> 2001 called. Oh. So I can't make a joke that everyone will enjoy, and I can't make a joke that you can enjoy either. What's that honking in the background? Is that like I don't know? Is that your reaction to my joke? (laughs) (laughs) Do I need to close my window (laughs) to drown Uh, out the honking? Every every time your family makes noise, I have to try to edit it out, and it's a nightmare. (laughs) I can't tell them to stop. We've had nothing but but arguments all morning. Ah, That's Um, fine. Don't worry about it. If if I tell them to stop, then there's just more arguments. You can just um, tell me to stop with these terrible jokes, but you haven't told me to stop yet, so I'm just going to keep going. Well, I mean, the joke was that like there was a giant fire during the Festival of Lights yesterday. And we right? saw that. <laughs> we saw that. The, it's the, interesting. <laughs> we saw the famous Riverside Mission Inn catch fire. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I couldn't tell on the news if it was like a tree that went up or if it was a piece of the Mission Inn that actually caught on fire. But it was, was the it? roof. The roof the is roof. on fire. Okay. Well, you know, something needs to stop this festival of lights. <laughs> it's been going on since I was in high school. I mean, at least I don't live there anymore, but it needs it needs to go. Like, th- this is not something – I mean, people do their houses like this now. We can just drive by somebody ha- somebody's house and be like, oh, hey, look, I bet their place didn't catch on fire when they turned it on. I mean, your um, neighbors are like this close from lighting fireworks on their roof as well. I know. So I, I know. You might, people might as well just come instead of the lighting festival at the Mission Inn, just go to literally your house and just watch the <laughs> lighting festival from your front yard. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, on one hand, I'm glad nobody got hurt. Yeah, the fire lasted like for three, four minutes too. You know, and from what I wow. read, like there were no really, there were no injuries. Uh, the guests didn't have to be evacuated, and like they, they put out the fire relatively uh, early. But uh, like it was okay. kind of shitty because we climbed up, you know, halfway up a trail, uh, you know, a few miles away to watch the stupid thing, and like the fireworks <laughs> went for like three minutes. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what like Mount Rubido at Fourth of July was like every year. It was like, oh, really? hey, fireworks for three minutes, and then pff, the mountain goes up in flames. <laughs> so, fun, fun. So a little know, bit of a disappointing said. night, especially because somebody made fun of my 2001 outfit. But <laughs> I mean, Riverside 2001. I mean, it's just stuck. It's never, mm-hmm. ever moving on. Honk. So, but, <laughs> but what I dealt with was. Um, 
you know, Black Friday being yesterday and all, you know, my, my four-year-old, my adorable four-year-old with her, you know, little talking abilities. She was like, daddy, we can't go to the mall today because it's too crowded. It's black day. How did she know about Black Friday? Did she hear about that like on a YouTube thing or? No, my wife told her it's Black Friday. Oh, so okay. we can't go to the mall because it's too crowded. And she walked down the living room. Daddy, we can't go to the mall today. It's a black day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, that's in <laughs> I <was> February. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Iris, please don't start. I told you to stop being so racist. And mm-hmm. she just won't stop. I Remember, mean, racism is a learned trait, man. At we're this not, point, I think it's, it's hateful. Adam. It's this genetic. That- <laughs> it's genetic. Well, I'm not the one talking about like we can't go to the mall because of because of anything related to any color. I mean, I don't see color when I go to the mall. Mm-hmm. All I see colorblind, is- which is which is which <laughs> solves racism apparently. You know, <laughs> all I see is red from the amount of rage that I'm feeling while I'm there. Mm-hmm. But um, well, that's your for eyes her though. Blood vessels. So. <laughs> for her to be so so just in the moment with the colors, I was just, I was sad, but it's okay. Cause we talked her down. She put away her Halloween costume for next year. Um, cause we told her it was a bad idea. And, uh, yeah. So we're moving on, moving on. It's okay. Good. good. Well, um, uh, well, she also, she doesn't need a $2 toaster from Walmart, so she doesn't need to go shopping. <laughs> it's fine. Let it go. I hope so. I hope so. Well, folks, thank so, you for checking us out and hanging out with us on uh, the final regular episode of The Skinny with Mike and Adam. We are just about uh, two weeks away from our big, big end of the year celebration of I, I want to say get excited, folks, but like, I'm not that excited. <laughs> please, t- please tune in. Please subscribe. We're going to have a, a good time as well. We're going to be uh, ranking uh, the definitive rankings of this, uh, this year, year in music and year in other things as well. It, it's been a year. Uh, we'll it's get, been a year. You know, we'll, we'll talk all music uh, <clears throat> the next time we convene. Uh, you know, we talked about it on the last episode. Uh, but uh, December 12th is going to be our honorable mentions, which we're going to be ranking our top uh, 20 to 11. Uh, December 19th, we're going to be talking about our bottom 10 albums of 2022. And of course, day after Christmas, ho, 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 Mr. Christmas has come to save us all and give blessings to all the children because Mr. Christmas is going to post uh, the, <laughs> the top 10 <laughs> albums of 2022. And that'll be a very interesting episode uh if you've been a longtime subscriber of the show and heard us talk all all year long it's gonna be a a, a, a shuffled year i suppose as far as like <laughs> the, the albums that we rank i can't really predict what's going to be on adam's top 10 for the most part uh but uh and for for our listeners as well we're gonna uh, and, and i'm gonna put a post out on discord and uh, you're welcome to email us listener if you'd like to participate as well we'd love to get your lists um to read on the show coming up so uh the best way to get in touch with us is over on discord in the description below you can also email us whenever baby i don't care i'm not your mom uh and then just let us know what your top albums are top 20 albums are your bottom albums are and we'll you know and i will organize all as such and uh we'll have a good time it'll it'll be a communal event It'll be a communal something. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. <laughs> I sure for one don't want to be left alone with these albums. <laughs> I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad at the very least I've got Adam there with me. 
I mean, there's some fine ditties on here. I guess it was more the year of good songs rather than a collection of them, perhaps. Yeah. And, you know, and it will take maybe like a week or two off. Uh, we haven't scheduled it ourselves. But, uh, yeah, just like Adam said, we're going to be ranking the top 12 songs. But those episodes are going to be coming out in January as well. So stay subscribed and uh, let and let your friends know, let your family know, let your uh, let your fellow like-minded co-workers know, you know, anybody that you like out there you think might enjoy the show or, you know, had a similar music taste to you. Uh, we'd love to... We, we love to get more people out there listening to us and, you know, judging on our ad revenue at the end of the year here. Hey, a good, good handful of you guys have been listening all year. So keep it up guys. I, 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 and, and I know Thanksgiving just passed too. So, you know, and I just want to put it out there that both Adam and I are extremely thankful for your continued listenership for your interactions uh you know those of you who do uh for hanging out with us in discord for giving us recommendations you know whether or not those recommendations turned out to be fruitful or whatever we're still super appreciative that you guys thought of us and you know uh, let us know that you thought that we might enjoy this album or it might something that's worth listening to yeah so it's been a good year overall uh and uh we're here to talk about that today aren't we i think so like usually i write up a little thing it just it just wasn't happening this year uh, timing you, got in the way of but things. But you did get so. stuff, something like uh, written down, right? We have like bullet points, you and I. Not really. Oh, <laughs> I'll just, I'm just going to like kind of piggyback on yours. Oh, sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah, like I said, at the beginning of the year, I needed this year to end like fast. Mm. I need 2022 to be over with. The future is now, baby. I and agree. 2023 will be that future. And if it's not, Everybody is going to die. Every, that's just my, that's just I mean, my the, life. The prophecies did predict that 2023 was going to be our year. So we really right. needed 2022 to end. And thankfully, yes. it's, almost, it's almost there, baby. Woo! <laughs> I feel like we're limping our way towards the end of the year here. But, uh, but maybe <laughs> that's of. just me. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I mean, it's, it's been a year of, you know, not just music-wise, but like it's been a year of like some high highs and some low lows and everything in between and it seems like if, you know when i'm reminiscing you know and, and and again i'm i'm just grateful to be around i'm grateful to be in the place i am in my life but uh you know it, looking back on the year it, it just seemed like a, a a year full of everything in between <laughs> for the most part perhaps perhaps so should we talk about albums first or shall uh, we talk about the year first. yeah so we do want to go over the draft as well and the oh, yes. bats uh and then uh i guess maybe we can talk about uh, the albums we've been listening to the last couple of weeks but really quick though i do want to do a quick plug uh we we you know as i was as i was just saying for at least for this show for the end of the year episodes uh that are coming up the end of the year episodes over on uh my other less successful podcast uh the dorkiest it's still okay. it's okay still? it's okay <laughs> i write music for myself adam and that's <laughs> all that matters the I real podcast. dorkiest podcast was in our hearts all along anyway <laughs> our, our video game centric and uh you know kind of nerd culture uh podcast uh, the dorkiest uh please subscribe over there we're going to be doing some uh, end of the year episodes as well daniel is still uh on hiatus because uh, he has been a super busy boy uh lately you know he got married he went on a honeymoon he just got he just bought a house he's renovating said house he's super busy Jeez. at work so what the hell daniel i know you, i mean like i've put 
the podcast before nothing in my life. Mm-hmm. And look at how happy I am. Goddamn hero so Adam is over there. But, <laughs> but we're going to be doing some end of the year episodes over in the dorkiest. And we're going to do it a little bit different than we did the year before. So we're going to do, we're going to dedicate each episode to each um, co-host's individual list. So the first one coming up this Tuesday uh, is going to be uh, all Zoe all the time. We're going to be talking about all of Zoe's favorite games of the year. The week after, we're going to be talking about all of Erica's favorite games of the year. And then the week after that, uh, we're going to be doing an episode with me and Erica sitting down talking about all the games that I played uh, this year because she was a big part of that as well. She was She's always either doing couch co-op with me or, you know, backseat gaming with me too so uh so it's gonna have, it's gonna be fun uh doing it over there so please subscribe and check it out support it if you you know if you're into video game stuff uh and things like that because uh I, we really do enjoy doing that show over there adam adam subscribe to it adam tell people how much you like the dorkiest oh my god i just listen and i just i'm enthralled i'm just like sucked in and then there's like a word here and there that i actually recognize and i'm just like whoa i mean i can't believe they just said that word mm. Mm, what a what a glowing <laughs> recommendation! Thank you, Adam. <laughs> Thank you for your support. <laughs> well, but Daniel I'm will sorry, be joining I... us at some point uh, in 2023 as well. So you know, if he wants to maybe share his best games of 2022, we can always do that, baby. We're, we're flexible over I the door. Yeah, we I got mean, it. I, I'm I'm with your podcast. Like like everybody we know in real life was with our podcast in 2012. Mm-hmm. It was like we're gonna listen and then. Oh, I stopped listening. And then 10 years later, you still do a podcast. <laughs> so, I mean, that's kind of where I am because we've, we alienate. I mean, we're really good at alienating the people that we know and, and, and care about in the real world. And luckily, the algorithms find our friends for us. And that's someday true. we'll all live in a happy commune of algorithms. That's true. And, I mean, are, your real friends out there are the people that the internet finds for you, which is great. I, which is great. Psh- I guess, man. How many <laughs> friends have I met in real life? You're like the last one. It's sad. <laughs> I know. Until you alienate me on the podcast sometimes. Just like with that glowing I, review of the of the dorkiest podcast. A podcast that I do with my family that I'm really proud of and <laughs> love doing. And you should be. And I would listen to it too if there wasn't, you know, every 17th word that I was like, oh, I know that word. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, <laughs> I'm just kidding with you, Adam. Thank you. Thank you, at least for you know, listening. <laughs> it's like my mom texting me, you know, once every eight years. Do, are you still doing the podcast? <laughs> yeah, mom, we just passed number 400 episode. Wow, you're doing so great living the dream. <laughs> that's a Remember real, the- that's a real text that Adam's mom sent him. He's not exaggerating. That's a real text. Right. I don't know if it was sarcastic or like, good or not, but I was just like, I don't know, LOL. <laughs> you know what you would think with so, all of the technology that has uh, you know, been through the years and how fast technology moves, you would think that we'd be able to read sarcasm through text at some point. Nope. Nope. That's well, the next, when, on that's Messenger, the next step, you know. When you text on Messenger like that 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 emoji of the happy face like laughing and crying, mm-hmm. it looks like it's it's mocking you at the same time. It's like an over exaggerated like ha ha like, you piece like, of like shit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, you know, when you text in like normal text, the MMS or SMS, whatever it is, that looks like like, <laughs> but the one in Messenger is is not that. <laughs> one in Messenger is mocking you. Through, oh, yeah. Like you super can read the sarcasm. Laugh. Oh, yeah. Super insincere laughter. 
God, I hate right. it. <laughs> like your daughters are so cute, and then like you know, in that face, and you're just like, <laughs> except that they're ugly, and nobody's telling you because you're an idiot. That's yeah. what that, that 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 emoji tells me. Um, I don't know about you. You're not on Messenger anymore, so I'm, I'm really sorry message. that I sent that sarcastic uh, uh, message about your daughters. Um, <laughs> I'm here to let you know that I really think that they're really pretty. But uh, <laughs> so uh, let's see. Let's get into the skinny stuff now adam do you want to just go ahead and start with the albums we've been listening to the last couple weeks i think we shall i will i will discuss what should we talk about first well let's see dune since we were gonna do a track by track until your internet screwed us last yeah a little behind the scenes we were we actually were in the midst of recording uh last week we we ended up deciding on doing a track by track on past lives by uh ls dunes (laughs) the super group starring Anthony Green and members of Thursday and a member of My Chemical Romance and a member of Coheed and Cambria. Uh, but my internet decided to like cut in and out. And uh, we only got like 15 minutes or so into that episode. And so we, and we decided this isn't going to work. So nope. Adam, what are your thoughts? How did you enjoy or not enjoy or thought was pretty okay of past lives <laughs> by Ellis Dunes? Well, man, we haven't heard Anthony Green get, get a, Get, get rocking since 2016. He's a screaming really boy. Good, I made a really good joke about that last week, and uh, I guess it's gone forever. Lost forever. But, Thanks, Obama. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I, I want Anthony Green to make more music that sounds like this. Um, the hooks are there. It's not long, boring. I'm kind of sorry stuff. for all the people I hurt, especially my wife, young um, legs. So, and after a week with the plugged in version of 2022, <laughs> I we decided finally, that I like that. where that song came, uh, went to, you know. I decided that I liked the plug-in version. I remember not liking nice. the version that was on his Boom Done album, and then it mysteriously disappeared halfway through the week. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I gave this an 8 out of 11. I was much impressed. That's a very respectable score for this. Yeah, th- I'm, I was really hoping that this album was going to be something that we'd enjoy. You know, a nice little treat at the end of the year. And I'm about right there with you, you know. Uh, I, I think most of the songs are successfully well-written. Uh, I do love how every song, like, there's another member of the band that is highlighted. You know, there, there's, like, incredible bass riffs, right, that like really mm. reflect, make me reflect back on my fandom of Thursday back in the day. Uh, you know Tucker Rule also on drums. He's just in, he's just incredible throughout. He's, he has those really good drum fills that really elevate the transitions between the verse and the choruses. Uh, the guitar work from both Frank and uh, Not Claudio from Coheed, like Travis, Travis Not Claudio. Travis. <laughs> it really does sound like um you know travis was kind of taking the the guitar leads because frank Ayero is not so much like a lead guitar uh type of guitarist like uh, he really does add like a a grit and a and a, and a really heavy chunky atmosphere uh with his guitar work and like boy did he uh you know bring it for this one as well so yeah each song i i, I I, I do think it sounds a little samey, though. That's kind of my only real 
constructive criticism on the album as a whole. Some songs mm-hmm. kind of ble- bleed together a little bit and not in a good way. Um, just kind of like, oh, didn't we hear this tone already? Didn't we hear this tempo? Didn't we hear this atmosphere? Like, you guys get you. Do you guys have any other pedals out there besides the two? <laughs> you know, but Mike, we just got together for forty three minutes and cranked out this album. I mean, you can't expect too much more from us. That's true. They only had what good. they had in their cars. You know, <laughs> <laughs> if this is what they wrote minutes. in forty three minutes, then man, I imagine right. like a whole session, a whole studio session with these guys. Exactly. I did not have a problem with the the sameness at all because all I was thinking was, oh my god, Anthony Green sounds like a human being finally that's yeah. all i want to hear but you that's know talking hear. about anthony green on on this this is you know the anthony green apology tour 2022 uh <laughs> and <laughs> be that as it may right uh but he's been really trying to with express through his art how much he regrets hurting the people closest to him with his uh substance abuse issues i guess in recent past uh and it kind of hits you so hard emotionally with the first song 2022 where he very bluntly wishes that he just fucking drowned in a lake and the person who saved him didn't save him right right oh my god and then juxtapose that with the final song sleep cult where he is after you know all of the songs in between where he reflects and hopes that he died that he finally is glad that he lived and he's is, is ready to um you know live his life to the fullest so it's a it's a great bookend yeah with the weird doo-wop <laughs> yeah i can't get behind the doo-wop but you know i'm glad he lived but yeah still, I was just lyrically though <laughs> yeah lyrically though the lyrics are a great juxtaposition to 20 2022 but yeah the doo-wop uh ending it it it, <laughs> it hits you weird <laughs> So, yeah, it was pretty good. That album, you know, it's it's hovering around my my top twenty right now. Right we'll on. see if it if it pushes its way up. You think but, we'll uh, hear more from this project at some point in the future? I doubt it. Like all of this is going to implode, but in twenty twenty three, and then we'll get, end up with Pixie Queen two. Like, babe, I'm so sorry that I jammed <laughs> with my friends last year and didn't raise I, our children. I didn't have like, time to give you another baby. <laughs> our youngest is like nine now. What am I doing, man? <laughs> all the heroin has has wrecked my sperm. <laughs> So, um, you know, like if we get more cool, but we said the same thing about fucking whatever last year and Circa's done. And I don't know. I, I just don't know when it comes to this artist. I yeah. think he's going I back to that strange animals band he was in. What was the it called? sound of animals fighting? Yeah. Because they released yeah. a new song uh, recently. That was a band I'd never checked out fully just outside of a couple of songs, uh, including the song that uh, was released this past week fucking chaos that that project man but uh Hmm. so it's not for me the sound of animals fighting like the review of that band is in the title um (laughs) but uh uh maybe seosin's next in line on the anthony green apology tour we've been waiting very patiently for the next seosin right i'm giving up on that one yeah i think that's done i think it's a one and done yeah so who knows so okay cool thank you ls for making your presence known yeah um and then i had smashing pumpkins Ooh, so smashing smiling politely um, <laughs> <laughs> so 
you listened to it as well, right? Yes, Atom Part One. Autumn. Uh, autumn. It's pronounced Autumn. Apparently, autumn. I read that somewhere. That it, I think it was the Wikipedia page hmm. said that. I don't have an answer for that. And Alexa doesn't know either. <laughs> hey, mind your own so, business, Alexa. <laughs> so I was all in on this for most of last week. And then like it kind of took a little bit of a nosedive towards Some, the end. Was something like clicked in you that like just made you fall off or what? Yeah. Yeah. Like I was just like, I was rocking along with this one and just like, man, this is, this is close to like an eight out of 11 as well. And then all of a sudden I'm just like, you know, there's like three other tracks on here that are kind of boring, but there's like five really good songs on this album. Unfortunately, again, it's not, it's not a good album. It's just like a good few collection of, of the hits. Yeah. And at least with Seth smashing pumpkins as a whole, I mean, you, you did that uh, discography deep dive not too long ago. Right. So you're definitely higher on this band that I am. Uh, I've only checked but out I a couple of albums that you recommend. That was kind of, that was kind of the case for most of their albums though. Like you get some really good songs where you're like, man, this song fucking rules. But then you just like hit this lull of the other half of the album and you know, pretty much everything was, you know, 75% mm-hmm. or less. There was never like a, you know, big standout home run album along the way. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't say I'm like 50, 50 on this album in particular, you know, a little bit less, uh, uh, honestly speaking, the, the thing with this, uh, with this album, I know it's a f- I know it's the first part of a larger project, so right. I don't know if that has to do with like my 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 criticism of it. But there's like, these super jarring like tonal shifts, just all of a sudden yes. it's a completely different genre, and that can work if you do it well. But I don't think again I might be missing something because you know I'm I'm listening to the first part of a trilogy of albums, but uh, it just didn't work for me tonally. Like none of the songs really stuck with me. Um, I, I think I, I can kind of hear where they're going with, but again, I, I'm, I'm missing, you know, the the larger part of the project. So maybe I'll just hold off on part two and three until I hear what you say about it. And if you think it's worth checking mm-hmm. out all throughout, that might be worth it. Maybe like a full on like hour and a half or two hours worth of just listening to. Um, all of these projects put together maybe that might be the intent but um, yeah for as far as this part part one goes I, i'm not feeling it at this point right i know that like they, they said some of the tracks are heavy and some of them are not and some of them are super experimental part of me is like could we have just separated those three <laughs> have like a super heavy album super soft album and a super experimental album. Mm-hmm. But that might've been a little too jarring as well. Cause I feel like they just kind of blended it all together into something that everybody can enjoy, but right. nobody, nobody's enjoying it now. <laughs> right. And, you know, we've heard bands do something similar to this before, you know, and most recently what I'm thinking of is Coheed and Cambria where they do multi-part epics and split them up between different albums and those mm-hmm. albums themselves have like different tonal uh, shifts and different kind of experimental sounds, but there's something that binds them together. And that's kind of right. what I was hoping for going into this. Cause that's what I expected. Um, but again, it, it might just be because we're listening to one part of a larger piece and it, it, I, I'm not seeing where the pieces are fitting 
because you know and i'm criticizing it but like, let's be honest here like billy corgan and the crew like they're way more talented and creative than i am uh so maybe i just don't see the bigger picture here but uh Are as, you sure but I, I think if you're gonna make you know a, a trilogy like each part should stand alone um maybe not always right again i'm not looking at the bigger picture here right. but like i i feel like if you're gonna do it this way then at least each part should be um enjoyable without the without the other parts of it propping it up so mm-hmm. uh yeah I'll, I, mean, I'll hold I, know they, I know they just wanted to like break up the large body of work that it is and yeah i know, completely understand had, doing that right the Chili Peppers had a very similar thing because they were planning on four albums uh, with their 48 songs this year. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, just they couldn't do it for logistical reasons. So they ended up with two. But I feel like this thing was designed to be a triple album from the beginning. So and that, and it's good that it's only a couple of months in between yeah. albums. So I don't know. I, I'm hoping it gets better, but I'm not hopeful it will <laughs> yeah yeah again i'll hold off uh, i I'm, I'm hopeful that there's something of value when listening to them um as a whole piece a whole you know rock opera as it even says in the title so uh, it, and, and if it comes together at the end then i'll be more than happy to jump back into this and listen to them uh concurrently um but yeah uh, I'm, I'm i'm just gonna hold off for now sounds like a plan i'm excited Right on, man. So uh, I also checked out uh, the. This was a, a late recommendation, and uh, you know, I kind because I also kind of forgot about this band, this, despite enjoying their 2018 album. But the, the band Gatherers uh, released their new album, open quotes space open parentheses space mutilator all lowercase period space and parentheses space end quotes. How Rolls do you right look off that up? How do you look that up? <laughs> I, I have it written down in my uh, database, man. <laughs> Gatherers. Can't even spell it right. <laughs> Gatherers. So this band is a bit of like a progressive metal core, melodic hardcore type of band. Uh, this is a this is a band that's a bit contentious, at least between me and Adam. Uh, I've only heard their 2018 album "We Are Alive Beyond Repair," uh, and I yes I rated it pretty highly uh, from what I remember back in the day I remember them touring with thrice yeah back then and thinking I, like well they do have kind of a thrice ish sound yeah i think they? that was like a perfect pairing for for that tour as well and uh yeah they're kind of going beyond that sound at least they're kind of going a little bit more of aggressive um darker atmosphere sound for this new album um and i think it works i think this band is doing that sound well uh you know it's not anything that you haven't heard before but the songs are pretty decent uh but i think that uh, but i also think it's just gonna kind of get lumped in with the rest of the hey it's pretty okay adam (laughs) (laughs) um but uh, you know if you enjoy that kind of uh, atmospheric melodic hardcore metalcore type of sound i think this will slot right in perfectly with um some of your favorite albums of the year um i think there are bands that did the sound a little bit better in 2022. Um, not by much, but uh, I think this is a, a perfectly adequate album. Wouldn't it be adequate? Adequate. That's uh, it. No that's more Simpsons references. Sorry. <laughs> that's so, yes. all, I, that's so all I got for you now. It's called Mutilator. Is that what it, 
but there's like parentheses around it. <sighs> I mean, Adam. There, there's quote, quotations, parentheses, space, mutilator, then a period, and then close parentheses. Adam, I'm only going to say this one more time, okay? <laughs> Please pay attention. Open quotes, space, open parentheses, yes. space, mutilator, all all lowercase, period, space, yes. and end parentheses, space, nice. end quotes. It's so easy, dude. Come on. I know. Oh, there's there's him in the video with a bag over his head, <laughs> singing away. <laughs> Is he going to survive the video? Whoa. Oh, boy. I, I hope so. We'll never know. I hope so. Is he how just that learn... insecure about his face? And, like, he's just how did really... we learn about this band back in 2018? Dave. Was this like one that Dave told us about? This was a Dave band. Dave band. All right. Well, I'm going to skip it. I hope you're okay with that. I'm perfectly okay with that. And, uh, you know, this okay. past Friday, we got the Smith Street Band with Life After Football. And uh, have you checking, checked it out at all? Yes. It's, I've, I'm two listens in, and it, it's it's the, the jolly is back. Good. That's for sure. Um, and, yeah, that's all I can say so far. Right on. It, it, it seems fun. It seems fun to listen to. Oh, that's thus good. Far. That, that's all we can hope for. <laughs> yes. It's not just like everybody sucks and you all suck and let's fucking suck. You suck and fuck. A little hey, bit of that. He, but, there's like a song. was going through a lot of stuff. <laughs> I know. So now he's a grizzled old man taking Lexapro to contain his bipolar disorder and singing songs about that. Oh, so that's how nice. <laughs> So that's what we all want to hear is your Lexapro struggles. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've been busy with, uh, you know, because I've had a lot of time off this, this past week from work. So when that happens, I'm usually just with my family or just like uh, or or in the example of this past Thanksgiving, I'm with very close friends of mine. Uh, and so I didn't have time to check out this album yet, but I'm looking forward to it. This is one that I'm I, I thought there was good ideas and good themes and don't waste your anger from 2022. Uh, definitely yes. a lot of stuff that uh, Will Will Wheaton Will Wheaton Wagner <laughs> had to get off his chest. <laughs> it, was so, a, it was a rough year for him at the time. Oh boy, he! I mean, if you look at him, it looks like he's had a rough life. But uh, yes. I, I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, and if you're saying that, like the, the that that uh, atmosphere and tone that we uh, kind of fell in love with when we first checked out this band is back, then hey, good, 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 refer, good. Sounds like it's going to be a good return to form. I'm, I'm hoping so. That's just where I'm at so far. And then I listened to the first EP from Arm's Length. Ooh. Actually, I'm sorry. This, it's the second EP that they released nice. from 2021. There's another one from 2019 that I just started on. Um, this EP is called, crap, I already forgot. Everything Nice. Everything Nice. Yes. So, yeah, um, I'm pretty sure that... I saw Daniel and Thomas talking about this EP with each other. Oh, cool. And then I was just stalking their conversation. So I think they listened to it last year. Um, and I think we should have been listening to this last year as well, because this is a fantastic EP. And I highly recommend you giving it the 17 minutes that it is. Is that it? I think you will, you will get the same feelings that you get from that album. I just added it it's to probably my weekly listening playlist. Possibly could have been EP of the year for me last year, although it was up against uh, the Salem EP, which mm -hmm. I really enjoyed, and Creeper EP, which 
I, I don't think it would have beat that one out. But still, it would have been pretty good. And it's in good company, it sounds like. Yes. It seems like they kind of really established their sound on this EP and carried it over well into the full length, um, which is rare. But it's reminded me that we need to stop listening to EPs from unknown bands and just <laughs> listen to their first full length and then go backwards if we're that impressed. Like right. We've, we've already made the mistake of too many like good EPs, bad first full lengths. Like I just can't (laughs) fall into that trap again. Um, So we should do it this way, the way that we did it this year. You hear that bands? How many times do you have to break poor Adam's heart? Huh? This is the last time. Too many times. I'm looking at you. uh, uh, I don't know. I'm sure there's somebody (laughs) on here. I can't tell. (laughs) So now I'm listening to their 2019 debut EP, which is called What's Mine Is Yours. Very different sound on oh. those four tracks. What kind so, of genre uh, are, they, are they kind of touching upon back in 2019? It's it's just mostly more slower stuff for that album. Oh, so they became more up-tempo EP. as yes. time went on? And the hooks were definitely there on the second EP. Um, not hearing them so much from the first EP, but again, I've only had two two listens with it so far. Okay, right on. But I'm digging this arms length band. Wait, what was it called? Arms, arms length. length. Arms arms length. Right? There's only mm-hmm. one S. I love the English language. <laughs> I hate Canadian bands so much, <laughs> but arms length. Thank you. All right, cool. So yes, the Everything's Nice EP is quite good. Right on, I recommend man. it for those of you who listen to that god awfully long album name that came out this year. Um, but it's great that we highly recommend it. Never before seen, never again found. I can probably yes. guarantee we're going to be talking about this album a lot more in the coming weeks. In the weeks ahead. We'll find out which one. Mm. So, And then I listened to the Willow Smith, Tyler Cole collaboration album called The Anxiety from 2020. I don't recommend this album. It's not very good. It Sensing was more a of a... Here. <laughs> There was more of a, like, hey, it's 2020 and a lot of shit is happening and here's 28 minutes of music that we want to write about it. So, you know, like, I can enjoy. Was it written in an afternoon kind of sound? Uh, I don't, I mean, there was more effort put into it than that. Like, the the, the three enjoyable tracks on this 10-track album were pretty good. I okay. mean, they're, 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 I, I can tell they, they put in some good effort on those ones. But, you know... It was definitely a like, hey, let's let's make an album about how shitty the world is right now kind of thing and police brutalities and being of different ethnic backgrounds than Mike and I and how that plays into one's perception of the world. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's all there. It's all there. It's and good lyrical themes, but musically the album doesn't really do much it for you. It doesn't. It doesn't hit so well. And this is more punkish type of music, like what she's doing now, right? It's definitely got the 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 up tempo guitar kind of stuff, but you know, then there's some slowed down R and B kind of stuff too. Cool. There's a there's a track on there called Meet Me at Our Spot, which apparently was a pretty big single for her or them um at the time. I had never heard that track, obviously, but it's a good song. I like it. Cool. Right on, man. Well, but, Willow Smith, I'm sure, really appreciates the seven cents worth of 
uh, ad you know ad revenue that you just sent her over the last couple of weeks. So She's that's good. a fledgling artist who needs more exposure. Thankfully, I was there to do so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's that's underground unknown artist and human being <laughs> Willow Smith. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> Listen to that first album for a deep dive into her brain. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> she for those of you who don't know who she is, she played a very small role in the 27 2007 film I Am Legend as Will Smith's That's daughter. Right. The fic- <laughs> the fictional daughter of Will Smith in the movie <laughs> I Am Legend. Was Jaden in that one as well or is that a I different movie? Don't, well, Jaden and Will Smith were in a movie called uh, an M Night Shyamalan movie called uh some sci-fi it was some sci-fi bomb i can't remember what it was called i remember that and everybody was like that's it jaden smith is done we're never going to see him in anything else again and oh he's he's still around (laughs) (laughs) we still keep giving him so much money that's what happens when you're like you know the child of rich after earth is the name of the movie uh when you're the child of like a super rich and famous uh artist and musician and superstar like you just get to do whatever you want without consequence well, he was in he was in the karate kid yeah in 2010 which is interesting because in, he had a you know he was training with a, a a chinese instructor and karate is japanese which daniel son was learning in the original oh karate God. kid but uh it's over it's yeah they over. were learning canceled. they were learning kung canceled fu. they were learning kung <laughs> fu in that movie canceled sorry mm-hmm. cultural so. appropriation <laughs> And he's been in a few other things, but yes, Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Actor in After Earth and Yikes. Worst Screen Combo with His Own Father. Oh, <laughs> that's, so that's how you know you got good chemistry. You know, it's like, oh, me and my dad, we're going to take over the world with this After Earth nope. film. Oh God, you're. Nope. Uh, looks like people are saying our chemistry is awful. <laughs> Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just the two. Remember, Will Smith did that song with him. Yeah, about his son. When his son was younger. Yes. Mm -hmm. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Um, But he does play a very interesting character in the show called The Get Down, which was on Netflix back in 2016 to 2017. Jaden, you mean? My wife was watching that show. And it was about a young like hip-hop group coming up in New York in the Mm seventies and he played the way out there, super creative part of that group. And the few episodes I caught of it, I was very, yes, I was very impressed with his, with his style. Cause like, you know, the other guys were just like, yeah, man, we're gangsters. And he was just like, I'm a fucking dude. It's just like, I'm just on shrooms all the time. (laughs) And and he wasn't like the comedic side character. Like he was just, just, just himself as far as i can tell right that was right that was the jaden smith that i've come to know and love good 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 <laughs> i'm glad you how and jaden mirrors, smith have a lot in common now that's good how can mirrors be real if our eyes are not real adam finally understands what he meant by that i get it now yeah so that's all i've been listening to for the past two weeks and it's been nice to have a break from all of this music of winding the day. down, you know, winding it's down. All... I, I think you're done re-listening to all of your albums, right? Right. I have, I'm going to have to go back and re-listen to my top 10 and make sure things are where they need to be. And luckily we have a couple more weeks mm-hmm. to make sure of that. Yeah. Um, and from what we I'm not, talked I'm not about, proud of it. 
from what we I'm talked about over in Thanksgiving, like you said that you're kind of still reshuffling your top three that they're not like they're not set in stone yet. My top three. Is that what you told me or am I t- talking about somebody else? I, well, I, I think my top 10 are still up for debate. Oh, okay. So we'll just solidify those when we're ready. But yeah, Sounds I'm just good. like, well, these were good albums, weren't they? Am I ever going to listen to them again? I don't know. I might. Yeah, I'm at the tail end of summer <laughs> as far as my uh, re-list, uh, re-listening is going. And uh, yeah, Mid-September. so. September. Yeah, like mid-September. What, what am I listening to next? I am listening to, according to my list, Maggie Lindemann. Uh, so I'm oh, yeah. right about there. So Oh, you know what I need to talk about real quick? Yes. You know, um, that track that I posted from one of Maggie Lindemann's EPs called Gaslight? Yeah. Where it was her and Sick Brain? Mm-hmm. Sick Brain. Sick. Remember that, that, how awesome that track was? Yes. So Sick Brain is on one of the tracks on Sucker Punch. And it's one of the good songs I remember. Um now, Sick Brain has an EP that came out last year uh-huh. that I listened to about a month ago, and I've been forgetting to talk about. Oh, um, cool. But unfortunately, I haven't re-listened to it in about a month. But I just want to say now that she's, she, I don't know, she's, 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 she might not be human, so I don't know if I'm using the correct pronoun here. But um, <laughs> Is it spelled Sick Brain? Like, how, how yeah, we... there's three eyes in it. Oh, God <laughs> so, damn it. All right. Sick <laughs> So I was just like, well, I'm intrigued by this character. Obviously, she's had like a thousand different singles, but she did release a six track EP. And one of those tracks is featuring Maggie Lindemann, which is a really, really good song. Again, I haven't listened to it in about a month, but um, it, if, if, it's some, if that's a sound that you're interested in, um, that track Break Me on Sucker Punch is the one that she's on and the two of them together. I mean, everything I've heard of them together, I've been very, very happy with. Right so um, give a listen to Sick Brain and see what you think. Cause it's all just, you know, super angry. I might be like feminist core. I mean, I mean, it's heavy. It's like that same kind of like heavy metal meets electronic kind of style and it's mm-hmm. all that you fucking asshole kind of shit um but it's it was pretty good from what i remember it was like a four out of six from what i recall according and to my very it. quick uh web search sick brain aka caroline minor smith is a model and writer from los angeles california she has also yes. dated diego at one point <laughs> diego Girl. from dora the explorer good yeah exactly <laughs> So she grew up up a big animal lover, you know, Uh, growing up in a conservative hometown, sick brain found herself conforming to what was around her long highlighted hair, playing golf and riding horses. I'm looking at pictures of sick brain right now. She does not look like a horse girl to me. No, she's, she's might not be human as far as I can tell. Yeah, exactly. She, she gets her emotions across in her music. That's for sure. Well, I did like that Um, song a lot. So maybe I'll check out a six song EP from her and break me. The video for that is just like haunting. (laughs) It gave me 
bizarre arousing nightmares Ooh, that's for sure fetish um, core nice yeah totally so i i like her style i think she's probably going to have an album at some point i just it just pissed me off to read something in her autobiography it was like she was always writing poetry and then in 2019 she decided to write a song and then in 2020 she was opening for bring me the horizon so it's like <laughs> like this is not the the, the way that i'm sure that, that's the very reductionist <laughs> um kind of summary of her career but when you say it like that it's like huh, that, no, we i swear re- that's how it was written that was oh, yeah. how it was written I, when I, I was reading it i completely so understand. i decided to yeah. write my first song in 2019 <laughs> and then in 2020 i was opening for bring me the horizon and it was great it was mm-hmm. like that's just the natural progression of of how you become a pop star i guess yeah exactly <laughs> so when you read something like that and 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 say it in the way that you very said in a, in that reductionist tone it very it very much uh it very much feeds into a lot of like the jealousy issues that i've had for the last like several years from all the hard work that we put in to all of our music <laughs> and bands and since we're not a attractive frightening bald-headed woman i tried really what, hard what's, okay. what's wrong with us like i've been i've been close to that in my at certain points in my life yes but you know that's fine that's fine she can have it she can have it yeah that's fine <laughs> not not all of us can open for bring me the horizon there's only so many no, slots no. so I'm, I'm glad that sick brain was out was, was, was the one to do it and not us so we tried really hard her her 15 minute EP from from last year was pretty good. Sounds if anybody's good. out there wanting to listen to it, because I have a feeling she will be on Thomas's radar very soon, good. Um, and he'll be gloating about her full length. Comments, let us yes. know what you think. Oh, see ya, brain, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just wrote them down as well. I'll, I'll be checking uh, her music okay. out sometime soon. Uh, Adam, okay. we've got uh, we we're, we're not done. We're not done with 2022 yet. Never so long. How do you, how do you want to how do you want to close out this episode? We got uh, you know we're gonna talk about us. We're gonna talk about our bits. What do we what, what do you want to what do you want to hop into? I mean, there's nothing new to report on our bets other than you're still winning because you had one of the qualifiers happen and I had zero, mm. but that's fine. Mm. Well, maybe we'll close out the end of the episode with that. How about that? <laughs> But we need to get some details. That. That's what I'm trying to say, man. We want to know by, by how much somebody is losing or not losing. Or maybe oh, it's a tie. Yeah. Who knows? There's there's only one but way do, to find out. Do you have some bullet points from the year that you would like to, to go through? Yeah. You know, and, and feel free to about s- personal things first. Yeah. Well, you know, feel free to stop me if you wanna, you know, take the reins and talk about stuff that, you know. Uh, was related to you. You're you're more than welcome to do so. I know you didn't have much Always. time to I'll raise my hand on Discord when I'm ready to talk. I'm not looking at Discord. Stop. I don't have dual monitor set up yet until I get a new oh, job. Sorry. Okay, but, got uh, it. Here we go. So, uh, you know, so the big thing, at least in my life, was, of course, April 9th, something that uh, me and my wife have been planning for and having to push back for a couple of years. Uh, that's, that is, of course, uh, our wedding. Uh, if you've been subscribed to our show uh, for this past year, you know that uh, I had to take a little bit of a break because of that uh and uh, and thankfully i did do that because we were able to work on a lot more like creative projects together uh we were work- we were able to work on a lot more stuff to get the wedding done in time uh the recept you know the stuff of the reception and the ceremony and stuff like that uh, and if you don't know if, if you're just like a new listener or something like uh you know me and my wife had our uh, had our actual wedding ceremony and our reception this year we got married in 2020 on the original date that we were gonna have our uh, wedding 
and it was a, a themed wedding, wasn't it, Adam? It was quite themed. It was a lot of themes, that's for sure. Yeah, a lot of at least for the tables too. Like uh, the the way that my wife wanted to decorate each of the tables was like a different like aspect of her personality slash like a theme that she loves or or has loved throughout her years. Uh, so that turned out really well. Like all the guests, excuse me, all of the guests seemed to like really enjoy that and was taking a lot of pictures and like uh, the, the our photographer like did a great job in capturing them and uh and you know and, and even just like for our wedding party too it was a it was a royal fantasy wedding uh, where my wife was a uh, a fairy queen and i was in a, an elf king coming over to the from the neighboring kingdom to to marry her and adam who was my uh, uh best man was my king's guard and i think it was it, I, I think it's you know even with the setbacks with, you know, uh, having to push the ceremony of uh, like an hour and a half or so, uh, it, it, I think everything turned out great. It was beautiful. It was breathtaking. My wife looked like the elegant queen that I know that she is. And our guests had a great time. I got to reconnect with uh, with an old friend, Brendan. I got to see our friend Joe, who flew in from Florida to come to come to the wedding. And I, it, it was just beautiful. And I got to, you know, talk a little bit more with my wife's family and a lot of which came, you know, some some of which weren't able to make the trip, um, but uh, yeah, this was like right after, you know, th- this was like the year after you know vaccines were available, and you know we felt comfortable having the wedding out, and, and so it, it was a beautiful. Finally, time, you know, we're supposed to do it what a year and a half prior. Yep. <laughs> Only I was there for that trek through the through the woods. That's true. You know, I know we <laughs> joked around like when we were planning like our original wedding date it was like, oh, maybe we should, you know. And end a hike with our wedding, you know, because my <laughs> exactly. wife and I love hiking and, and it kind no. of ended up being like on the day that we got um, hitched at least, or we had like a, what, what, what's it called? It's not hitched. It's eloped. Yeah. Well, the, the, the day that we eloped, um, like we ended up having to like hike around like a, a park in a, a Southern California town named called Redlands to like find the perfect spot. <laughs> so I felt bad. <laughs> it was a long hike. It was a long hike, but it's okay. Cause we all survived somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, that was, that really was like the highlight of my year. Uh, you know, a lot of planning and a lot of organization, a lot of stress, um, especially on my wife's part, you know, cause she was the one who was the lead planner and all that. And she took the lead in a lot of like the creative projects. I was just there to help, you know, and I felt very guilty about like, I felt like I wasn't doing enough for the wedding, but this was really just her vision come to life. And I was just there to support. And I was happy to give that to her because, you know, this is the wedding that she always wanted. And this is, and and I, I was at the end of the day, like I was very happy that we were able to do that for her. And I looked the handsomest I ever looked in my entire life, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and it's, it's, it's just something that, uh, still weighs on my mind because of how amazing it was. And, uh, you know, I still look at the pictures on a regular basis and just think back on that day. And it, it was an unforgettable day and I'm glad that everything worked out for the best. It worked out greatly. I remember my children were happy the whole mm-hmm. time and yes, then they slept for days afterwards. I, so. I still actually feel like we're still <laughs> sleeping from <laughs> from all of the stress and, uh, you know, it's kind of recovering from that. And not just that, just like recovering from the last two years, really. And like, uh, I've, I haven't, and I really like this year, I feel like I haven't really had much time to stop and relax and get away from work. And I, I know I, I know I stepped away from podcasting for a little bit, but like, I haven't really stepped away like, 
just to have like personal time uh, from like my responsibilities and the overall stresses of the world and, and work and like my ever evolving position, which I'll get to in a bit. And, um, but yeah, it, it still feels like we're, re- we're still in recovery mode over the last, like, you know, from two, from 2020 and 2021. Like, do you feel that way in any way? For your wedding? Yes. I've no, been no, not just for the wedding. About it for, oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Twenty twenty two nights of planning. <laughs> um, I like I said on on Thanksgiving, like I don't remember much about this year at all. I'm like, mm-hmm. Mike got married. Uh, we went to see Gaslight Anthem, um, and then we're here recording this episode. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're still in the listening- beginning of 2020, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> And then I started listening to the podcast from the beginning of the year, like I do every November into December. And I was like, oh, yeah, we talked about Nickelback a lot back then. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was was a rough journey. It would have been a whole journey. That would have been fine. You know, going through that Nickelback uh, experience. No, it wouldn't have been. No, it no, no. Never if, been fine. If, if there was good <laughs> albums to like, you know, or, or, I'm sorry, great albums to balance it out. So it just, kept, oh, that, yes. I think that really hurt my perception of the albums surrounding it, like the new albums of 2022, <laughs> because I just had to like suffer through, um, you know, going into the, this Nickelback bet that I owed Adam. And, 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 oh my God, I felt so fucking so, bad too, because like we went into this with good intentions, like, okay, let's see what this band has to offer. We'll find out for ourselves, you know, and not, right. and, and, and keep out all of like the memes and, and the, and, and the jokes that everyone associates Nickelback with. But, but other than those like two tracks that we've always liked, the, the, the memes have all been spot on yeah, this, for 20 I, years. I, I feel like I had to humble myself going into this Nickelback <laughs> discography. because, like, oh, my God, everyone is right. This this music is awful and it's and it's me. It's mediocre at best and it's problematic at worst. <laughs> and it's exactly. just fucking aw- like everything I hate about rock music is just bottled up into this fucking band. I know. And I would like Ugh. go on go on their Twitter during this journey at times just to like see what what's been going on with this band. Like they haven't released an album and you just see like all of their live photos of like them taking pictures of like the the large crowds that they're playing to. It's like who's like in this day and age <laughs> like just man, okay, Nickelback's coming to town. We're going to be there we gotta be there i'm i'm a 19 year old white girl i'm i need to be at this show <laughs> i was very confused it was, it was 19 year old white girls and their moms in the crowd that was it i, I didn't see any men <laughs> whatsoever oh i mean that's probably the only people that they sell tickets to because uh, they're they're such a, they're such a manly group of men and they love sex you know going <laughs> into sure nickelback do. albums they've made no secret of the fact that they just love the puss and i feel gross saying that oh my god fucking women bro what's the real problem in this world though women yeah (laughs) women suck but also you know what i just love tasting women bro i'm fucking nickelback so that's all you got was like everything's great about women or everything sucks about women and every other song for nine solid albums pretty much there's no nuance with that band it literally is like just placating to like the worst 
like sensibilities of rock and roll and that stupid sex, drugs and rock and roll type of lifestyle that I feel like we've long, like decades long past walked away from because like it's Mm -hmm. stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I thought so too. But here we are listening to it. We listened to it and we just, I don't know, didn't make it to my list for (laughs) any of those years. (laughs) So definitely, definite low light of, uh, of this year. So thank you very much, Adam, for introducing that band into my life. (laughs) I'm very, very sorry. Definitely Um, made me want to like take my bets a little bit more seriously (laughs) going forward. Man, I guess so. Um, so yes, any other highlights? Oh, well, let's see. Well, my beautiful daughter turned uh, 14 years old this year and started high school, which was a you know, big, you know, a, a big deal over in our household. You know, it still continues. You know, if I, if, if I may, you know, say so myself, like it still continues to be like an amazing experience watching her grow up into this lovely, smart, independent and like unique young woman that she's becoming. And, you know, the more she grows and matures and the more comfortable she is with, you know, coming to me about like heavy subject matter, which you know, I won't share on the show, uh, the things that she shares with me, you know, the things that weigh on her mind and stuff, you know, and, and at this point in my life, like I just feel honored as a father that we are still so close with one another and our, our relationship just continues to bloom and, you know, and, and evolve as she changes and evolves through her life too. And, uh, you know, that's something as a parent, you know, you always have that looming anxiety that, you know, as your children get a little bit older, that like, oh, they're going to kind of drift away from you, right? You know, they're just going to be like, oh, my parents are so fucking lame, bro. You know, <laughs> you know, you know who's great? My awful friends, you know? <laughs> yep. You always have that anxiety as a parent that like that, that that's just the direction that your, your your child will go into. But I've just been incredibly thankful, especially you know we're still kind of outside of the uh, coming out of the Thanksgiving season here that like I, I've been proven wrong with that. And, uh, and it, it makes me feel glad that like my parenting style over the last you know decade and a half has kind of fostered continue to foster this relationship and to con- as kind of made her feel comfortable with coming to me about things and and honoring the truth and just you know come being comfortable with like talking to talking with her parents about things that other teenagers might find uncomfortable right so uh, so it's so that's just been you know, incredibly eye-opening this year too. Because yeah. every Dad, year, when I watch, Dad, when I watch anime, I get all these feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get Dad, feelings too when you watch Dad, anime? What are anime boobs? I love anime boobs. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's just, it's just, it's just. You know, I've never, I've never parented a teenager before. You know, she's my first and only child, and so every day is a new learning experience in, in, in learning how to parent a child or parent a teenager. And, uh, and every year that she gets older is a new learning experience for me too. And I, and I, and I like to think that like, I, I parent her the way that I would have wanted to be, want, would have wanted to be parented at that age while still fulfilling my role as her father and uh, as fulfilling my role as like a positive male influence in her life. Um, so I, I like to think that I'm doing a good job and I, I think just kind of seeing how our relationship is. Uh, at, uh, at this point in, in our lives is kind of proof positive that I think I'm doing a good job. So uh, that, that, that's just kind of what I'm, you know, thankful for the most this year. How are your kids doing? Woot. Woot. 
me and my kids that I have to deal with every single goddamn day. They're great. They're great. Yeah. Good. <laughs> they don't talk to me about any anime boob related things. I want to talk about anime boobs. I don't, I don't get to talk about anime boobs. Nothing one day, Adam. One day. <laughs> you can always come to me, Adam, shows. if you need if you need help and advice about how to talk to your children about anime boobs. Well, there is that. No, I'm noticing the budding adolescence in my oldest one, and I'm like, <laughs> it's starting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's getting older and older every day, you know. And before you know it, she's going to be a teenager, and that's just, uh, you know, it's just a new learning experience for us as parents. And uh, you know, so I, I'm just grateful that it hasn't, like, you know, demolished the relationship that I've fostered with her. Over, over over the past 14 years so that's, that's good man and, 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 and I'm, I'm really glad to be your dad that's all i really have to say about that yes cool mine is like all about like i've heard girls are wearing training bras i want one of those no it's no, like you know, no if she needs one then she needs one <laughs> no she doesn't because then she just would be walking around wearing that as a shirt all day long <laughs> they're called halter to tops <laughs> I don't even know what a training bra looks like. I've never seen one before. Have you ever been to Justice, <laughs> the, the the store Justice? That's I've all they never sell been is training like, bras. Excuse me, excuse me, uh, Justice employee. Where are the training bras? I'd like to see them, please. This is my <laughs> my my lot in life. No, I haven't been to Justice since my little one was like, f for my older one was like three, and we just went there for you know shoes. They sell clothing <laughs> for like kids up to like age twelve. I know. Unless you're like my daughter's height, you know, where she was like an adult <laughs> size when she was age right. eight. <laughs> but I don't go searching for the training bra section like other members of this podcast apparently do uh, on their free time. Uh, yeah, man. So, it's I'm called sorry, parenting. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to worry about those kinds of things at this point. <laughs> anyway, I'll get, I'll cross that bridge when I get there. Yeah. I mean, just also, just don't be ashamed to be a father. You know, you're just a father. Just, just be a dad. I took mine to a baseball game and a hockey game in one calendar year. Look at I that. I think dude. I'm doing pretty good. Thanks. How many, how many hockey games and <laughs> and football games did I take my oldest to? A zero. No. Who's winning at There's... this parenting thing? Adam. I mean, now you don't even know how many training bras they sell at stadiums because you don't know. You just don't know. Ooh. Oh look! Oh look, daughter! This one has Raider symbols on the boobies. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so no, back in what was it June? We went to see the Cubs and the Padres, and yeah, man. you know I realized that going to a game with a adorable little child, like the other team's fans, don't give you a hard time. It's great. Oh, that's they're good. just like, oh hey, look at that! Look at that adorable little little child. We're gonna be nice to that guy. Maybe we'll I'm not gonna pour him. beer on this man. Right. We'll murder him in a couple of years, but not today. Mm -hmm. It's okay. He still has to, he, he still has to get his affairs in order. <laughs> so um, they were nice enough to throw us a ball in the bullpen because they're because that was the, when she had fractured her collarbone. So she was like all walking around in a little sling, looking all like pathetic, um, <laughs> like you do when you have a hurt <laughs> collarbone. Yeah. And they're like, "There's there, that that little nine year old girl. She's a big Cubs fan, and me the." The bullpen coach, I'm going to toss her dad a ball because she deserves it. I bet she's the one dragging him to this game, not the other way around. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how she broke her <laughs> collarbone. Just epic pitches, bro. <laughs> exactly. Throughout her pitching arm. 
<laughs> so of course, like we were down there, like talking to other people, and like Nora's wearing her little Cubs jersey, and we were we were talking to other fans, and the lady's like, "Who's your favorite player?" You know, like a typical question you would ask a child at a, mm-hmm. at a sporting event. And Nora's like, ah. "Fake fan." And I was like, "Fake fan." <laughs> exactly, and I was like, "She's she's she's just here with me for the hell of it." <laughs> she but was for look her was jersey this game by her dad. The player on her jersey was there in the in the mid to late two thousands, so that gives her street cred. She's not like all up on on, on the hype wagon of uh, twenty sixteen. So you know that th- that made me a better parent too. Exactly. So indoctrinating your child into the sport that the father likes. Yep. Yes. So we did that. She had a good time. We went to the hockey game just a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. She had a good time there. Um, and yeah, she's all ready for sporting events with me now, which is great. I don't have to drag Mike to sporting events anymore. Oh, but but I like I like going I like going with you, Dad. <laughs> I know, and I like when you go too because you can help pay. So yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My <laughs> my like... ticket co- her get her ticket costs just as much as mine, and I get to pay for my ticket. I know, especially with parking at certain venues, it's nice to share the share the load <laughs> instead of just like, oh, I guess I'll just pay for this myself. Thank like, you. Hey, hey, <laughs> eldest daughter, do you got money from your allowance to help pay for this parking spot? <laughs> so she did that. Um, she turned nine, and the other one turned four. Mm-hmm. The other one finally transitioned pretty much fully away from diapers. She can make it to the potty. Good. On her own and pee and poo and 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 not make messes. Just in time for um, preschool, man. Well, she's been in preschool for like it's her second year of preschool, right? Yeah. So she's ready for kindergarten someday. It'll happen. So there's that. Other than that, it's been a you know tumultuous uh, train wreck most of the year. But parenting isn't always like you know. Parenting isn't always sunshine and rainbows. There's there's rough spots in parenting, of course. You know, there's a little bit of that. So um, that was that was it. We went to see the Gaslight Anthem in September. That, that was, was a highlight. Great time. We should do something. We should go see them, like probably every week when they tour on their new album. Well, no, we should just see them every week at the Palladium in That's Hollywood. Like they should be there. That's a good idea. I like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah the feeling of stay vicious live is never going to leave me it's embedded in my head the reverberations that were 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 coursing through my entire body you are you are <laughs> speaking that. of course your favorite industrial metal core song <laughs> yes. stay vicious by the gaslight anthem right <laughs> of course of course i can still feel the vibrations and being like i've never heard this song that i love uh done this way before and i don't want to hear it any other way than this Creators way intent. for the rest of my life <laughs> exactly i'm just sitting there like how could, the, the four of them together in a room couldn't have created this level of reverberation and then just like well, let's condense it on down into an mp3 file <laughs> and adam listened to it on his tiny little headphones and been like oh that song's good that song's pretty good number, oh, number three song or whatever pretty good opener <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so, um, yes, I hope we get to do that again in the new year, if possible. Go see yeah. them again. Adam will never go to another show unless Brian Fallon is somehow there. Why would we waste our time anywhere else? Right? Yeah. It's not like 
live shows are an incredible experience and sometimes people want to go and see songs that are performed live by some of your favorite bands that aren't like Brian Fallon. the Horizon? Bring me the Horizon. And like My Chemical Romance? My Chemical Romance. And, you know, Thursday, mm. you know, they, they play, you know, in Anaheim sometimes too. Uh, but you really have anybody else I would to love to hear your with. story. I mean, you have a wife now. <laughs> she doesn't always want to go checked. to like those <laughs> shows. Though. Last time I checked, your wife was all about going to shows. <laughs> so I'm, I don't know why she wouldn't want to go see Thursday at the Chain Reaction, be sweated upon by a bunch of other forty-year-olds. Because it's Sounds the Chain Reaction. It's the, it's <laughs> the worst, best fucking venue out there. <laughs> Man, that three hundred pound woman. I bet she's going to be great at crowd surfing. Oh, look, there she goes. Keep on surfing, 300-pound, 42-year-old woman. Those are some Keep strong, on surfing. Those are some strong people. Uh, <laughs> speaking of strength, Adam, I turned 36 oh, yes. this year. And I think, for I, the, know. I think for the first time, I'm like finally beginning to feel my age. And like, oh, God. Although, How is that possible? You were in like tip-top shape that's what i'm trying to say man like i'll do although I, I do try my best to you know try and stay fit and healthy like i think it's like the first year i've really noticed that i've been getting things like these random knee pains when i wake up and back aches and like these cliche oh, like old person like kinks here and there so like it's been mm. making me wonder if i'm not exercising enough or if, or if i'm exercising too hard so like can't win bro i'm sorry I mean, I'm six years older than you and in worse shape than you, yet I experienced none of those things. So I can't relate. I'm so sorry. what you're trying to say is that I should just stop working out. Yeah. Okay. Put on 25 pounds like I did. You'll oh. feel great. Okay. All right. I'll try. I really, I, <laughs> I don't know I where really, it came from. I don't I've, know where it came from. I've really grown attached to my abs, but I guess 25 I pounds would be fine. I don't know. I, I just I eat the way I ate, and then the, the weight just didn't come off ever again. And I needed to buy bigger pants. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that, man. You and walk like down, every day, too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> when we went to a, a, an amusement park yesterday, and I sat down on the ride. My 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 pants w just like went halfway down my butt. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I was just like, what's going? On? I never had that like full on plumber's crack thing happen. And I sat on this like little tiny seat on a ride with my children trying to be like, you know, the good dad I try to be. And like my pants just went all the way. Like, oh, wait, no. This mean, does this, this mean my brand new pants are too big or too small? I can't, I can't figure it out. But, you know what that means now? Mom jeans. Oh, I need a bigger, I need a bigger seat for the Husky. <laughs> yes. No, you just need the, you just need the pants that go all the way up to your tits. That's it. Oh, okay. So teenager jeans. Got it. Teenager. On my way. <laughs> Teen mom jeans. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sorry to hear that though. I'm sorry to hear you are, you are. I'm falling creaking. apart. Fucking falling apart at age 36. I work out. I don't get it. I bench press a good weight. I, I, I exercise regularly when I'm not at the gym. Sometimes I go on bike rides. It's not every day, but you know, cause sometimes my body's fucking sore. So I don't know what I'm doing. There you go. There you go. You need steroids. Oh, Cures that's a everything. great idea, dude. Because <laughs> like, you heal I, I, faster. You know, I know we're like a music podcast and stuff, and, and you know we've talked about this band in the past. But like, did you know like the, the lead singer of this band called As I Lay Dying? Like, he used to be a skinny oh. emo dude like me. Right. 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 And like over the years, he's just gotten 
buffer and buffer, bro. And I just know. like he's not shy about the fact that he fucking takes steroids, bro. So maybe I should just take a little bit of steroids and it won't fuck me up. I'll just be that's a calm, every... level-headed man, just like <laughs> Tim Abuses, bro. That's what every social worker does. They just they beef up. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they just put on forty pounds of muscle as soon as they get their master's degree. And I mean, that's that, that's what he, he did that prior to going for his master's degree because well, that's he was part of the master's proactive. process. Yeah. Yes. So you I think to, that you would have be to a submit good your idea. thesis and and also and also a fucking like full profile pic of like every muscle of your body flexing. So yes. I mean, that's what my wife had to do when she's got her master's this year, which is you know, and make sure. You delete all the texts to the hitman that you put out for your wife. Don't forget about that. Very important part Very of being a social important. worker. Yeah, yeah. He, he could have graduated a lot sooner, but you know he had that, that that's minor setback. Minor yep. setback. Minor setback. So I mean, uh, you're on your way, Mike. I'm sorry. I, I don't even know how that's possible because I look at you and I'm just like, man, Mike looks how I feel inside, but no, I don't look like on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had the abs to go with with uh, how good I feel physically. Mentally, I feel terrible, but physically, I feel great. <laughs> you know, I, I, don't, I don't know what the future holds for this podcast, but you know, sometime in the future, if my abs start to go away, and I, or maybe mm. I've just been neglecting my abs, that's going to be a big talking yes. point at the end of the year. You know, like Adam, I don't have abs anymore. What yes, the fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You can you can notice Nora's freaking little four pack that she has at nine years old. Like what the fuck? Well, it's because she's constantly doing fucking backflips all the time, dude. I know. Every chance she gets, she's doing backflips. And, and every like, time I just see her doing like backflips <laughs> or like bending her leg in weird sh- in weird shapes, I'm like, ow, that hurts me because I have bad knees. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then. I don't know. And then you just see your little four pack pop out from underneath her shirt. And you're just like, what the hell? How did you get that? (laughs) You're nine. (laughs) Nine year olds should not have abs. (laughs) Exactly. Mike's worked like 20 years to get what he's got. Exactly. You're you're almost there. You're halfway there. (laughs) Two thirds of the way there. (laughs) Well, man, I mean, you know, uh, around my birthday time, you know, big change occurred in my life. And we'll get to that too. When we talk about our bits, but uh, I got promoted, bro. Got That's promoted right. at work to HR big, specialist. The big promotion. You were you were some sort of specialist. I don't know how that panned out. Do you want to tell us about it? <laughs> well, okay, so that's that's my that was my new title, and this was I don't I'm not going to go into super detail, right? Like about like uh, about okay, whatever. I'm not going to go in super detail about it, but like the the position was open, right? And then I talked to my former boss about it and just thought like hey do you think this might be a good move for me right and we had this nice long like like impromptu hour-long meeting with uh, it was just him and me and we talked about like what the role like kind of meant and how it kind of would be helpful at least going on to the future because like you know when you're in hr that's a transferable position to you know different industries most industries the the operative word is helpful yeah yes but you know when you go into uh, the the uh, when you go into the interview process thinking that you're going to be in like the HR role, right? That's that's a big deal because again, that's the the, the, the helping arts. Yes, okay. the helping arts, the art of being helpful. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I talked it over with my wife. You know, I talked it over with my boss. I talked it over with my potential new boss, even. And uh, and so I interviewed for it, and it seemed like a good 
fit. They obviously thought I was right for the role. So, hey, baby, I, 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 long story short, I got accepted for the role and they offered me the position and I took it. And like right around the time of my birthday, I got promoted to HR specialist at my job. So, nice. hey, look at that. Pretty, pretty cool, right? So pretty Hence, much like his qualifier for the bets is done. Exactly. Clean the hands. Well, so all right. Fast forward just a, just 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 a tiny bit, right? My 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 new boss, she she goes on her already pre-planned vacation to Australia, so I'm left alone in HR all by so, myself. It's so bizarre. <laughs> all right, Mike, here's your new job. I'm going to leave the country for a while. Good luck. Mm-hmm. With no way to contact me. Uh, so right. <laughs> so I'm ter- I'm fucking terrified. This is two weeks. I'm two weeks all by myself, and she gave I have me to like tour with the Smith Street Band. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see the Smith Street Band. Do you have any recommendations? Uh, and then she gives me like a very quick, like or before she left, like very quick, like overview, like, hey, I need you to do this and this and this with payroll. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, so uh, thankfully, <laughs> other oh, than God. the fact that like two people didn't get paid, like, and <laughs> I, too. That's good. oh, and it's directly because of something that like I did, but I also had no control over because, because I, because the, the paperwork didn't go in that I was like a, uh, HR specialist at that point when I submitted the paperwork to payroll they were like um who are you like they I didn't know this because the <laughs> the acceptance didn't go to my email they were like um who are you we need approval for this and guess who the approval email went to my boss in Australia who didn't right. bring her fucking computer so two people right. didn't get paid uh for the uh, for, <laughs> for the two weeks that uh, she was gone so I felt like oh, fucking man. scumbag <laughs> I know. I know it wasn't <laughs> my fault. Was, we, we had so many incredible jokes when you were telling us about this back in September or October. It was yeah. just like, oh, it's it, like, like you said that luckily they were like, okay about it. And like, it's okay, Mike. I don't, I don't need to pay my, my, my child support. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they, thankfully they were very polite about it, but like I felt bad because even though it wasn't like my fault necessarily, I felt responsible. I was the face of HR for two weeks and like they trusted me with something very important that directly impacted them and I let them down. Right. So that's how how I, how I felt about it. So just imagine if like you were a surgeon and you were coming in to fill in for another surgeon and you're Mm -hmm. just like, it's okay. Cause only, only made two mistakes. Mm -hmm. uh, It's okay. I didn't need that part of my brain. (laughs) (laughs) So luckily you're in the, you're in the HR field where two mistakes is, acceptable for uh, some. <laughs> i guess so well you know fast forward a, a little bit now i've been in the role now for about three and a half months and and i, I gotta be honest here man like i hate it i hate it this uh, isn't exactly this I isn't know. what i signed up for um and w- when i signed on to it i signed on with the intent to be an hr specialist what they offered me was a um, a, a cross functional position where I'm doing everything that I was already doing. And then I do some HR stuff now that my boss is back um, from Australia, it, which is mostly arts and crafts. Yep. Mike's getting really good at. I'm, I'm really good at folding turkeys. papers and printing flyers and putting mm. cards in envelopes for people who celebrate their 5, 10, 15, 20 year anniversaries. Yeah. I'm really I mean, you're good. Happiest, you're happiest for those people. Oh, yeah. So, I'm happiest dude, for it. them. I'm just glad you, for them. <laughs> I mean, it's funny that they, they did give you like a, a slight raise for this. They gave me a 9% raise, bro. I know. Isn't that bizarre? Like here's 9% raise. And then, 
uh, you're going to for those of you doing the math. That's right. I'm now making a dollar and nine cents an hour. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you've kept up with the podcast, you know, Mike's living on a razor's edge. I can afford that bean I've been wanting. I mean, one one of those flyers costs more than his average wages. Absolutely. So I see. You know me. I steal flyers, baby. <laughs> I, I, I I sell flyers on the black market just to have some Christmas spending money. Um, exactly. So, and you know, I'm not so, going to go into big detail about like the culture and stuff either. But I'm just going to say here, like the culture is it's very been a long time bad. in this culture. <laughs> yes. 17 years in this culture. No, this it's like time. this. Cause I, cause I, well, here's what else. Oh, here's what else I had to sacrifice by going into this position. So I gave up, I had to give up my office, um, mm. my, my beautiful office, which I was very proud that I worked my way up to. I had to give up working with my old boss who was attentive and he, and I, I, I at least really felt like he cared about me as a person. He cared about my well-being, my work-life balance, and he always, he was always open to listen to me talk about things that I felt like need improvement. And then he would go on to make sure those things got improved. Uh, with my new boss, none of those things. I have now. Nope. I, I gave up my office to sit at this one tiny little desk, which is in front of my boss's office. So I feel like I'm constantly <laughs> being watched. Right, uh, she's just I'm like constantly. What what's, what's this Discord thing you're looking at? <laughs> oh, nothing. Oh, it's 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 an HR tool. I need. What's that? Well, I'm looking at your second monitor right now. What's that GIF of Maggie Lindman? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, she's she's the new hire. She's she's gonna get. Oh, I'm I'm looking at her qualifications. Her. Yes, qualifications. <laughs> um, the you know when people come in to when they, for the HR needs they're not there to see me they're just there to see my boss which I get right like she's gotten this position so down to like her skill set that like everyone comes to her and trusts her which I get but it also makes me feel like why the fuck am I here right if no one's gonna That's trust the weird part yeah like why did they offer you the job and put you through all this mess if they were just gonna have you sit in front of her office folding papers all day uh, well thankfully right? I'm not doing that all day I'm like I said I'm doing cross functionality i'm doing like all my old stuff but when i'm doing hr shit it's all the arts oh, and crafts yes. shit that she doesn't want to do mm-hmm. so she just puts it on me to do it it's like if i was doing h like if i was doing just full-on hr stuff with arts and crafts on the side it's not no big deal that's just part of the job but like the, you made me an hr specialist why am i just doing fucking arts and crafts it's ridiculous right. and it makes me feel like like i wasted my time doing this and it it definitely wasn't a good fit um and i feel like i was bait and switched and i don't like the culture of like the place i'm sitting at right now because i'm with like the director of the company i'm with the other like high-end managers who are just constantly fucking cursing at each other and it's very disrespectful (laughs) that makes me uncomfortable and like i can hear people talking about like the working class associates on the floor behind their backs and it's just fuck it just makes me feel like Ugh, gross Ugh. being there and i so right. long story short i've been shopping my <laughs> uh, uh my resume around and now i have now i am uh i've, I've gotten two good really good inf- interviews from like different companies and i'm waiting to hear back from them one of them said that like oh after the thanksgiving holiday because she was going on um a, a conference she was flying for a conference and gonna be out for a little while they're gonna make a final decision at the end of November, which, hey, by the time this episode comes out, it's the end of November. So I'm what? really crossing my fingers 
that uh, oh boy, I'm going to be getting a job offer soon, and uh, it seems like it's going to be a, the right fit for me. Something that I'm doing stuff that I'm legitimately great at. Um, so I don't know, man. Wish me, wish me luck. Don't worry, folks. We're still in the year 2022. This isn't 2018 episode you're listening to. Um, <laughs> So just just to bring you back up to speed, like it might actually happen this time. Yeah, <laughs> I feel it. I yeah. feel it. So I've it's got like happen. yeah, I've got so I've got like two companies like on on the sidelines who seem very interested in me and my skill set. Uh, you know, and they're both remote jobs too, which I'm really looking forward to if I if, if, if I get that because I'm so over my hour hour fifteen minute commute there and back every day. Um, now yeah, in man. the interview, did they did they hand you a, a flyer and be like? What, what can you do with this? <laughs> How quickly can you <laughs> fold this? I'm just, just going to put this flyer here. And what and you do with back. this flyer is all up to you. <laughs> <laughs> it will tell me if this is the right job for you or not. Absolutely. So, oh, uh, yeah. The flyer, and, all the flyer says is, you know, vote Trump, right? Yeah. You're a huge piece of shit. <laughs> also, immigrants don't belong in this country. I'm not going to go into that, by the way. But you know, just, oh, gonna, that's right. Yeah, I'm not going to go whole, into that, that shit, whole deal. But uh, yeah, my my boss has said a lot of things that like make me very uncomfortable, and it's just uh, whatever. So, Mike, what's your immigration status? <laughs> 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 I'm just rapping. I'm just rapping. Like, what, tell me a little about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> not touching that. But uh, well, I've, I've touched on that off air. So yeah, go back to our conversations now, with Adam off air. <laughs> the likelihood of your new job listening to this podcast now. We made this mistake four years ago when obviously they listened to you talk and then we're like, oh, we just don't have the money for the spot anymore. So bye. Um, but we got your social security number on file. Bye. Um, I don't know what's it, going on with that. But if that happens again, I'm just going to think, oh my God, it's it's me. It's me. They just don't want. They just oh, want man, to hurt my feelings. I don't want to go through this again with you, like we did at that. I point. don't either. So that's why I'm just going <laughs> to cross my fingers. If it was meant yes. to be, then it's meant to be. I just need everybody's good, good vibes out there, and please send them my way uh, because I, I, I need to get out of this job that I've, I, I put all my eggs in this basket, and uh, yeah, it didn't work out. So. I think it's Don't. time. Uh, so thankfully, I, I at least got some good bites on my resume when I was shopping those out, shopping those around. And uh, let's hope for the best, folks. So I'm, I'm hoping for some big things here at the end of the year. I like it. Well, I'm sure there was a lot of other things that happened in the year. It's just it's it's all a blur now. Well, those are the so, major things, at least. But uh, I know. But we're ready to move on to the to the following year when we get through all of our albums and our songs. And our bets. And our uh, bets. Do we need to talk about the fans' bets, or do we just need to talk about ourselves? Because Well, let's talk about the fans really quick. So I went through um, a Spotify check on the 18th, uh, and I think we're about done here. Not, unless, you know, barring any shadow drops from bands like Ban Overboard or The Menzingers or uh, Reliant K or Trophy Eyes or something like that. Like, I think this master spreadsheet that I put together is pretty solidified. Uh, so, as far as the listeners go, uh, we have a top three, and oh boy, are they wildly like as far as the point value goes. Like, number three is 19 points behind number two, 
and number one is 22 points ahead of second place. So, wow, what a spread. So congratulations to you, top three. Uh, we'll share that stuff at the end end of the year, but I kind I, I think we're pretty much done here. Uh, at least here with number one, uh, the, the the projected winner for the for the listeners' draft picks for 2022. Uh, nine out of their ten picks ended up with uh, some songs uh, and some pretty big albums, at least too, on Spotify. You know, we got Machine Gun Kelly who. I figured out released about 21 original songs in 2022. Uh, a band called Big Thief released 20 songs, and then of course, you know, we got <laughs> 17 songs from Dan- uh, from Dance Gavin Dance. We got 15 songs from Bad Omens. So like a lot of big swing picks that really paid off for this listener here. So congratulations to this person. I'm sure if they're listening, they recognize those picks and. Uh, we'll we'll get excited for their uh, for, for their for their win. So we're going to be giving out prizes too, of course, uh, at the end of the year for our top three uh, winners. So uh, you know, check your DMs in the coming weeks, and we will we will make sure that you guys get a prize out there. Number one, uh, we traditionally have given uh, uh, vinyl records of their choice of an album that came out in that year. So keep that in mind. And then for uh, a second and third place winner, we're going to give them a band shirt as well yeah. uh, of their choice so just uh when we reach out to you guys have a have a link ready and then we will uh purchase those and you know ship them out to you asap so congratulations to you guys and we'll share that more in detail uh, uh sometime but adam oh boy did we have some picks too for you and me we had like a good amount of picks and for <clears throat> Uh, if it wasn't for the Menzingers, you and I would have had like ten for ten. All of our picks would have had uh, some some points on the board at least. Adam, are you is sure? Gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just like looking at my thing. I'm like, there's a few bands that I picked that did not release. Well, let's go well, I guess over they them. They did actually. release one tr- one track. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They, so the official, yeah, the official ruling is that like whatever they put out on Spotify, I was as long as it was not like a acoustic. Um, a- acoustic bonus track or a, a re-released live song or a remixed album like uh, with Dance Gavin Dance re-released acceptance speech a few years ago uh, and then we also we also ex- excluded uh, interludes, intros and outros that were around 30 seconds or less uh, and then no, I, I already said bonus acoustic tracks uh, so let's go over these one by one Adam, uh, let's go over on your list um, and feel free to correct me if I get any of these wrong Again, I'm going off of what Spotify says. Paramore released yes. one song this year. The 1975 Being Funny in a Foreign Language. You counted 11 songs. Patient Number 9 from Ozzy Osbourne. 13 songs. And I hmm. mentioned uh, for Machine Gun Kelly. Let me go over to my master band spreadsheet here. Machine Gun Kelly released 21 songs, including bonus tracks from special wow. ed- from separate special editions uh, <laughs> of the of mainstream but, sellout. But why? But why is the real question. <laughs> anyway, that did. wasn't that wasn't part of the bet. <laughs> the why oh, yes, factor. <laughs> uh, but I also excluded one uh, interlude as well. So it would have been twenty two yes. if we counted that track. So twenty one so altogether from Machine Gun Kelly. So big pick for Adam. Uh, the Killers with one song, a song called Boy. Uh, of Monsters and Men, they released a five-song EP, but we only counted four of those songs because one of them was a bonus acoustic four. track. 
and yes. the Menzingers. So they released on the possible past a couple of weeks ago, but we are not counting those because that has counted as like a re-release of certain right. songs. Slipknot, the end so far with 12 songs. Uh, yes. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Unlimited Love. Whew. 30, that was a big five one. songs. <laughs> good that, was, God. that was good. And there's, I, yeah. I wish they would do the, the other 13. That would be fine. I don't want to <laughs> listen to them, but just for the sake of the bets. <laughs> and it's Two amazing because back at the beginning of the year, I'm saying like, oh man, that, that'd be awesome if they released like another 28 tracks like they did in 2006. I had no idea that I'd get 35. Like, <laughs> like that's that's like unprecedented. We'll that, do you that, one that better, Adam. Happen, we but, got you, bro. <laughs> well, you yeah, know what's two. great is that right here on my list, I had originally put Dayseeker in this spot and oh. I crossed it out and wrote Red Hot Chili Peppers. So uh, I, I, I got lucky. Right I thought that was the right choice. Yeah. So, uh, so two seventeen-track albums with one bonus track uh, was released this year, uh, and then Trophy Eyes. You know, uh, I think they were due for an album this year, but they released one single. So, I think one I think maybe single. that might be a good pick uh, for next year if you want to put them on your list again. I think they're good for like a good like 10, 11 tracks, right? Maybe someday. So that gives okay, you so that... a total score of ninety nine. Ninety nine. 99 okay just shy so, of three digits baby still waiting on the only thing that can happen right now is if the killers put out a shadow drop album before the end of the year and i don't like it or biden <laughs> dies hey so we'll, if, we'll get there we'll get there you got 99 <laughs> so over on my draft picks here we got 17 tracks from dance gavin dance not counting the menzingers that's a big fat zero yes. we got 10 tracks from tiny moving parts we did we ended up yes. counting brave faces etc from spanish love songs yes. so it's yes in my opinion that's kind of sus like we counted brave faces etc but not on the possible past but i guess on on the possible past it was, was like 2010 right uh, yeah 2012 like, oh, or, sorry, or, yeah. yeah or even prior than that because again the energy is there the excitement about those songs is there mm -hmm. the spanish love songs album is like well you know we, we did this because we have nothing else new i don't know why this band can't release a new album but whatever we uh, got this <laughs> but it was also newly recorded music too so right. you know i guess that's what yes. kind of tipped it over uh nothing nowhere let me count over what we have here so what i figured okay. out and feel free to correct me if i'm wrong he has four tracks a uh, a cyanide three song ep and then a sledgehammer single so that's uh that's Ooh. what i ended up counting over there uh he did release so a total. yeah he did release uh another Ooh. like re-release album which ended up not counting because they're just live tracks um so that's what i ended up counting for nothing nowhere so if i'm wrong about that then okay. feel free to correct me uh, i got machine gun uh, kelly as well as, as well so that kind of flattens out for the two of us 21 tracks 21 uh bring me the horizon the so this is weird bring me the horizon please correct me if i'm wrong i'm gonna go over so mm -hmm. they released a song for the gran turismo 7 soundtrack called moon over the castle Good. <laughs> of course they did <laughs> why do we need a new album from them let's just put another stupid song on another stupid soundtrack they were speaking of stupid songs uh they released bad habits the with the the ed sheeran cover this was an official released uh on their spotify uh the studio version of that song not the live track that they did at that award show and then they released a new song strangers 
three songs. That's what I ended up counting. So Ollie ended up doing like a lot of collaborations, but like I didn't count those. Those are part of like other artist projects. It's probably for the best. Wasn't he on the Silverstein album this year or something? Or no, that was MGK album. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I didn't count like, also MGK was on a bunch of like collabs as well. I didn't count because if I did that, he would have had like fucking 50 tracks, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so we got three Bring Me the Horizon tracks. Yeah, that's what I ended up counting. Yeah. So uh, okay. Dark Bloom by We Came as Romans with 10. FTHC mm-hmm. by Frank Turner with 16 tracks. We ended up not counting the oh. uh, acoustic tracks. No and then Hell is in Your Head How? by some band. Uh, by, <laughs> it's 11 tracks there. Man. How am I winning? That's amazing. How are you winning? You're not winning. I'm at 102. Wait. 102? Yeah. 17 plus 10 plus 10. Plus 4 plus 21 plus 3 plus 10 plus 16 plus 11. Ah, yes. You're beating me by three points. I got 101. I got 102. (laughs) Okay, let's do this again. 17. (laughs) This is the most exciting part of the podcast. 17 plus 10 plus 10 plus 3. (laughs) 4. Plus four. Plus, oh, four, nothing, yeah, nowhere. Tracks. Nothing, nowhere is four. Yeah, he, he has a three, he has a, uh, an EP that has three original songs and three covers of previous songs and then another uh, standalone single called Sledgehammer. Wasn't Sledgehammer already done? <laughs> oh my God, was it? Did, didn't, did, was, but didn't he do that song? Like, Oh my God, I think you're right. I think you're right. It has its own album art and everything. That's what I'm looking at here in Spotify. I'm going to count three then. Okay. So it's Just to be safe, I'm going to count three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm a shit there like a motherfucking sledgehammer. Ah, oh, you're right. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. I don't know the names of his songs, especially if they've been so long ago, right? Okay, so I'm at 101. Right. 101 to 99. But the score, the draft score doesn't mean shit. All right? What matters nope. are the bet multipliers. So let's go over them really right. quick. Which one you want to go over first, Adam? I th- well, I mean, I, I said how yours or my, uh, so I, uh, I said how mine are. So I might as well go over yours because a they're hilarious and b <laughs> I need to. I don't know how many Travis Barker features there were this year, so you'll oh, have to bring me up to date on those. Let's go over that. All right. So first one here, the next Bring Me the Horizon album will have more than thirty letters in its title, excluding punctuation and as a point of reference post posthumous survival horror is 23 letters uh yeah that right. didn't happen unless you want to count right. the single strangers not <laughs> not single like all of the letters of the name of the songs like we, you didn't say that you said album right <laughs> i said album i said album that's okay. the official text of the <laughs> bet we have to respect that so no album came out this, this year so whatever <laughs> see you in 2026 or something i don't know Mike's job title will change by the end of the will year. Change. My current job title at the time of that bet was engineering administrator. And as, as of August 14th, my new title was HR specialist. Sounds like I got a point there. You got a point. We did we should have put the, the caveat in there that you had to enjoy the job by the end of the year. But hey. we just assumed you would. Yeah. <laughs> now we have now we know for the next year, should a bet like this come out, <laughs> we need to you add, know. you know, little 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 notes at the end. Uh, addendums at the end. <laughs> addendums. So I'm up by one, baby. Uh let's see. DC's upcoming movie, The Flash, 
releasing in November 2022, will be bad. Didn't happen. No, Warner Brothers has happen, delayed right? the movie to 2023. And also, Ezra Miller okay. might be in jail by that time. <laughs> so Somehow he's not. They yeah. are not. I Somehow they're not. But uh, let's okay. see. Travis Barker's Travis as a featured artist list on his Wikipedia page will see him featured more than 15 times. Dude, in 2021, his list, he was listed as a featured artist 14 times. Adam, do you know how many times Travis Barker was featured as an artist in 2022? 15? I have no idea. Once. <laughs> Once. <laughs> so was he only? So what? What was it that he was featured on? <laughs> I don't know. If if you give me like a couple of seconds, I can look okay. it up for you. Because because I, I wasn't sure if how much he was featured on the Machine Gun Kelly album. I assumed he was playing drums on it and producing it but i'm not 100 percent sure well that doesn't well as count that. as his guest appearance right like that means he played drums on like another artist or something so if you produce something i, I don't know why i don't know what it what that means uh let's see uh he featured oh there it is uh oh here it is ian dwar ian dwar featuring travis barker and machine gun kelly on the song on the song thought it was is That's that a it. song on the album? That's a song <laughs> like on the it. album On to Better Things, the second studio album from recording artist Ian Dwar, released on oh, January okay. 21st, 2022. Well, well, we were all over that one, weren't we? I yeah. can't wait to hear where it lands on your top 20 list. <laughs> so that was it? That's it. <laughs> and he wasn't he wasn't featured on on the Avril album at all then. No, right? from January 21st, 2022 till now. He was not featured as a featured artist on any other album. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. It's amazing as all can be. And now he's going to move to Tennessee with his Kardashian and uh, we'll never hear from him again. <laughs> with the Kardashian. Uh, my final <laughs> bet multiplier here is because the world is filled with monsters and liars and charlatans and willfully ignorant dipshits, by the end of the Ooh. world, we will collectively need a new vaccine for some other bullshit. And of course, the general public who have who I completely distrust to do anything fucking productive because fuck them won't take it. Now, when we did our mid-year check-in, uh, I put down here as the addendum chicken pox question mark. Right. Uh, I'm sorry, monkey, monkey pox. pox second part. <laughs> the chicken pox epidemic of 2020. We already had the vaccine Man. for chicken pox, but uh, uh, so yeah, not really much of a. Well, I, and I yeah, know monkey the pox has like has disappeared. Like we, we it doesn't exist anymore. Well, I know that there was like struggles for like uh, especially members of the gay community to, to to get access to that, but I think that kind of resolved itself. Please forgive my ignorance if that's not the case, but at, at least the news story for that kind of went away. I know, and it did, which makes you kind of suspicious of these news stories and these diseases, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? Like, it's like turns it's out like, Donald Trump was right all along. Yeah, we should just reinstate him as president. Turns out he was right all along. <laughs> we should. Anyway, I didn't need a vaccine for monkeypox. Did you? No, but I also don't have regular gay sex, so. It's not a gay disease, Mike. No, it's Somebody not a gay told me that. <laughs> but it's, very, it's, it's, it's prominently spread through bodily fluids and fecal matter. Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Greene said it was a gay disease. So therefore, you're on the gay disease train, I see. 
I mean, I don't have regular gay sex. I mean, that, I'm, I'm past that, that in my life. <laughs> that you know of? You don't know what happens when you're unconscious? I mean, that I don't share on the show is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> what was the beginning of that of that bed? Because the world is filled with, what was it again? Monsters and, and liars and charlatans and willfully and ignorant say, dipshits. And I was going to say, and it turns out that was just your job all along. Oh. oh snap. <laughs> Got oh. me. Oh, got me. Can you put it like a like one of those like like drop the mic? Oh, kind of things behind that. I can put a, a in my notes here. I can put like Adam dropped the microphone emoji. Yes, <laughs> I'll be so, sure to do that. Adam, let's move on um, over to your bets in more detail here. Uh, first okay. one: the next Killers album will be fifty percent or less based on Adam's scoring system. Unfortunately, and I wrote that when we were floating high on the pressure machine wave, and man, I listened to our podcast where we review that album that album is so sad oh my god <laughs> i oh haven't listened boy, to it since it? january i was just like wow i can't believe like this horribly depressing album we're just like man we're so good man so good there's something missing from this year's albums horribly depressing year but not i mean there's a lot so of horribly album. depressing albums of whether or not they speak <laughs> Spoke to you musically is a different uh, story. No, and therefore they're not horribly depressing enough. Not enough, right? exactly. Right. So I mean, they got, anyway. they got one song from the Killers, and I'm pretty sure that we talked about this when you said your bet. But I was like, man, I yes. think it's way too early for a new Killers album, man. I know, and you, I had read that they were working on it, but then they decided to go on tour for mm-hmm. the entire year, and here just like we are. Bring Me the Horizon for the last <laughs> two fucking years. Exactly. <laughs> oh, wait, what's going on? <laughs> but I think yeah, Killers might be due for one in 2023. So maybe if you want to keep that bet, I don't. I'm not going to fault you for rolling that over, man. At this point, it's not. It's not a bet. It's just a. It's just a given. It's going to happen. Ah, yeah, but whether or not, not it like, scores 50 percent less on your uh, or, or less on your scoring system. I think that maybe that's well, now we know. Now, now we, know. we know it's going to score. So now it's, it's not a hot take. Oh, it's just right. a. It's just a, a a fact. It's a reality. It's already happened. Be at I number two of oh, the sorry. whole Trinity of bands: the Menzingers, Frank Turner, and Brian Fallon. Two of these three will not be on Adam's top ten list. Well, it turns out that turns was out, true, that but was not for true, the yes. not for the reason <laughs> that Adam said. Uh, two of those uh, albums did not. Uh, come to fruition and we did say in the addendum if any of these albums do not release no points are are given with the exception that if the gaslight anthem album releases in 2022 then the bet still stands right that would have been awesome but it didn't happen the cubs will finish the season with more than 81 wins slash if the season gets delayed which was uh which was a threat at the beginning of the year uh, the My Chemical Romance still releases nothing in 2022. <laughs> that, was a, that was a rough five days of the season getting delayed. But luckily, mm-hmm. it still happened. And we got our 162-game season. And man, did the Cubs try to pull it out there at the end. They pulled it out all over us. But uh, they ended up with only 74 wins on Ooh, the season. So just shy. Just so shy. So close. Oh, my God. Can't believe it. Um, so an 81 win season would have been, uh, would have been good. Been good. Now we just look on, move on to the future and hope we can sign some big name free agents and have a better team. Next Yet year. another bet you can roll over to 2023. Should you wish? I know. Neither I know. Adam nor Mike catch COVID in 2022. Adam, what did you catch? In, what did you catch in June 26th, 2022? Uh, the COVID. Ah. <sighs> 
Glad you ended up okay, though. I I was fine. It was four days of feeling icky, and I still worked and everything. Yeah. And then my family caught it, and then Mike never caught it because I was like, Mike, why don't you just come over and you can hang out with us? We should. (laughs) I don't even want to come over and make out. (laughs) (laughs) I got some really good food that I've been touching all morning that I want you to try. (laughs) Adam, you you and I never make out anymore. We should just make out. We make out all the time. All the time. (laughs) (laughs) And now, technically, this one is still up in the air. Joe Biden dead. Well, I mean, he caught COVID twice this year, I think, right? At least once. <laughs> so I know he caught we, COVID, but I don't know if he caught it twice. I, I know he was sick a couple of times. I know he had that colonoscopy that like uh, uh, meant he, So he was he, dead. So he was <laughs> dead for a, a brief amount of time. So does this, does this count? <laughs> All right. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Even if Adam, the terrible person that he is... <laughs> I should Google uh, yes. it right now. Was has Joe Biden been dead in 2022? <laughs> I mean, if you want to get put on some FBI list, yeah. Go ahead and that. Uh, I'm, I'm saying, has he? Has he? Not is is be? <laughs> <laughs> should he be? Will be? Will be? I'm not putting anything. Will I'm saying is he? Was he? But anyway, no. I'm, I'm going to go with no. <laughs> so even if that were to happen by the end of the year. Yes. Uh, Adam is still trailing behind by three points. So the only way two for more singles, two more singles to come out That's before the true. end of the year. That's true. <laughs> and Biden today. <laughs> or the killer's release of, of an album that you hate by the end of the year. That's not. That's not very good. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of the point. only way to do it uh, for Adam to win. Um, so let's get a reminder here of our betting stakes. Adam, should you have won? Mike will be required to bake bread for Adam and his family, a bread of his choice, a bread of a bread of the month club, if you will, every month in 2023. I would have loved to Mike do that. Made, too. Mike made some incredible bread for Thanksgiving, sourdough. There's something about sun-dried tomatoes and turmeric in it. Yeah, something I, I don't remember all the all the ingredients, but That's I it. ate the last piece this morning, and it was incredible. Did you make a sandwich out of it? No, it was only one piece. So, you know, you can only just put it in the toaster and put some butter on it. You could have made an open face sandwich like a fancy bitch. I had leftover turkey to put in. I wasn't going to cram that into this delicious, delicious bread. I wanted to savor the bread after I ate my sandwich. Oh, well, I appreciate that. That's right, folks. (laughs) I needed bigger pants this year. Bigger pants. (laughs) So maybe, maybe now that I'm hearing how insecure you are about your pants size, maybe it's probably for the best that I don't make you bread every month. <laughs> yes, yes, that might be true. But anyway, I'll be using my creative uh, aspirations this year. That's right. To write Mike a, a happy, happy song. Because with Mike's assistance in helping to generate the instrumentation, Adam will have to write and perform a song at least two and a half minutes long about how awesome Mike is. However, there is an addendum to this. However, if Mike senses any sort of irony, snarkiness, or insincerity, Adam will have to start over Mm. and write a new song until Mike is satisfied. Now, on the backs of our Weird Al biopic, Joy, that is. By the Mm -hmm. way, everybody, watch that movie. That's a great movie. (laughs) Literally, literally, probably like the funniest movie I've seen in decades. He's not wrong. Um, It's incredibly clever. It's clever throughout. Can I parody a song with Mike lyrics in it? 
Because all all this time that mm. that we've been talking about this, Dawn has been like like random songs would pop in her head, and then she would change the words because you know it takes a stroke of brilliance to change the words to an already popular song. As we've seen you in know, the biopic, it, it can only right? be yeah. done. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it can only be done in very minute moments. Right? Um, yeah. Only true so geniuses are, are are capable of such beauty. So all year she's been wanting me to lose this bet so that we could write this song. And so she's been like just randomly spouting out, you know, little little uh, lyrics about Mike to the tune of random like kind of Disney songs or other mm. popular so- popular hits of the days. Um, so can I do that, or do I need to do like original music that you will create using your your system of music making? Well, that's how I had it. That's how I intended it when I wrote the stakes, because you know I, uh, yes, a little peek behind the curtain. I I write like little hip hop beats that you might have heard like during our ad reads, or if you've listened to Drive By Curious stuff in the past. Like I wrote all those, um, so like I was just gonna do that again, like uh, in, in whatever kind of genre that you wanted, uh, or not. I can't do any genre. I don't have access to all of those type of plugins. But like, if you wanted like an emo rap one, or like a like a gangster rap one, or like a kind of like a soft melodic one, or something like that, I could kind of do with that case. But I could try. Like, if you wanted like in the tune of like Frozen's "Let It Go" or something, I don't know what if you're. I don't know what your wife is singing in the background, but you know. I mean, Don's favorite one that she would always throw out was to the tune of "I'll Make a Man Out of You" hmm. from Mulan. And she was always just like out of nowhere, bringing up very, very, um, like, 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 uh, respectful lyrics to the about you to the tune of that song, mm. and we would be like, <laughs> we would laugh, we would laugh so hard, we'd be like, oh my god, I'm but so are glad. You, are you laughing because yet. the song is ironic, no, snarky, or insincere? writing it now we're, we're only we're, we're only laughing because we're just like oh man i wish mike was here to hear this because he would be just he would be so happy because okay. we're laughing at how happy you are because i have to feel like the song is not like done in poor taste like you're trying to hurt my feelings I, I or make fun of me i know i know okay i know <laughs> okay all right that's all that's all I'm saying oh, I want a genuine song about like how awesome Mike is. That's 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 Mike. Yes. Uh, yes, how how awesome Mike is is yeah. what I was going to say. And if it happens to take time, then you it can will take, take it. Time. You have all of 2023 to write this song. I that's do. all. That's all I have I to do. say. But we'll but we'll definitely have to share this on the show. I think I don't know if we said that on. When we when we first made our bets, but like we definitely have to highlight it on the show. So if you're if it's something that you're also maybe not comfortable talking about, because like oh I love Mike so much, but I don't want to, you know, put my heart on my sleeve to strangers or whatever. Then like maybe that's something we can discuss off air, maybe. <laughs> but <laughs> keep in mind that my intention is to share this on the show as well. Of course, cool. Of course, it will be shared on the show. But I, I, again, I don't know how we're going to have me record it and then get it to you so you can play it on the show. I would uh, I would come over to your house you, and you record to, it. Okay, you'd have to be here. Yeah, I, we'd have to, to do, do this in person. So okay. I mean, just like when we were recording those rap albums, like I, I I I need to have you there just in case, like you know, you mess up a verse or something. I can them them. What? Oh, them. Yes, you had them there. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. Those two idiots. They're, they're probably dead now. It's a, you know, <laughs> 
balance out the the vocal. Whatever, yeah, yeah, and have to, yeah, and, exactly. And so I have to be there to produce it for you. So I'd have to do it in person. So we would do it just like that. So because um, I can't sing, I'm a bad singer. <laughs> Shut up! No, you're not. If you want, if you want poor pitch and yaw and whatever else goes into yeah. singing, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, you you could probably do like a It'll speak singing type of thing too. Like you know, the the final track of uh, the uh, FTHC, he was like, "That's it." I have finally oh, left the city <laughs> I live in. Like, if you want to do that, I don't care. Right. I'm not. I'm not looking for quality but here. I'm is. looking for. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. I guess I could try that. I've never tried to do a speak, sing kind of thing. Like you can that. do it however but, you're comfortable with, man. Again, like, I'm not. We're not trying to win the Grammy with this. We're just trying to fulfill a bet. That's all it is. Girl. So, <laughs> oh, what you know how girl? you look. Girl, you know what it's like when you wake up in the morning and you're just like, mmm, podcast time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Take off my pants because it's podcast time. (laughs) So, yes. Okay. So, let me know. If if you're going to do a parody song, let me know what the song is. And then I'll try to make like a karaoke version of it or something. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I could find just the karaoke version on youtube if, if you want to do that too i can just download yeah. that track too i mean don't tell anyone but like i'll just download that track off of youtube and then we can just go we can just do that as well so if you're gonna mm-hmm. if it's gonna be a disney song i'm sure there's a karaoke version of it out there but if not then like let me know then i'll try to make one uh so yeah i look forward to the song me buddy. Would, would want you to get like for you to hear it on the show to get your reaction which is the downside because if you are there when I record it, then you're going to hear the song before we can, re- before we're recording the show. Or how about this? How like, about, well, I'll, I'll record my live reaction to you demoing the song. How about that? Like we have the song, we'll have the music in the background and then you can like do a live, like singing okay. of it or a live performance of it to demo it for me before we record it. How about that? And then I'll Got just it. save that for when we, for when the song's ready and, and then we'll just, clip that in there and then yeah how about that sounds good all right that sounds like a lot of fun i'm looking forward to it so the champ Come is on, back folks <laughs> no he doesn't no he doesn't need to you've already lost you've already lost <laughs> he doesn't need to <laughs> by two songs i can't believe it that's amazing too i mean yeah. yes the the qualifiers are not there but it's amazing after all of that we were only two songs oh so it, it was really <laughs> really close and i didn't think it was going to be this close I, I thought you were mm. gonna i thought you were gonna sweep this with me i like to sweep mm-hmm. but i didn't call call um, adam okay. the room because he loves sweeping <laughs> <laughs> so that'll do it folks i think we are at the at the tail end here of the of, of the bets and the and the draft congratulations to the number one pick uh and you know if uh, there's still a month left in the year essentially so you know anything can change with shadow drops and stuff like that so you know but i think number one is far enough ahead where i I don't think anyone's going to be able to catch up so uh we'll be reaching out to uh the the first second and third place winners uh in the coming weeks but uh in the meantime hey stay subscribed folks we got some uh we got some pretty big episodes coming out here in december uh so we'd love to have you guys around uh to hang out with us listen along with us uh and, and there's other ways you can interact with us as well there's discord which is uh the the link to it is in the description of this episode it's free it's open to the public we'd love to have you there even if you just want to read along and 
just hang out with our tomfoolery. You can email us at the skinny with Mike and Adam at gmail.com. I'm over on Instagram at Mike wears Prada. And there's a couple of listeners who reach out to me over there. So appreciate that. I love having discussions with you guys at any platform, uh, except for Twitter. Uh, that place can burn. Uh, <laughs> and it probably will yeah. by the end of the year. <laughs> we should probably let it go. Yeah, absolutely. I, suppose. I, I still post our episodes on Twitter just on the off chance that like somebody's following the hashtag and finds the show. So yeah, uh, it, it's been a, it's been a, a year of up and downs like we talked about, but uh, you know, we're, we're all, we're all still here. We're all, we're all here to live to see another day. And, you know, we can only hope that the next year is even better than the last. Right. So I, we, I know. Nobody died this year yet. Right. Weird, huh? Again, president, it's, it's fine. You, you already lost. We don't need to put anything else <laughs> out in the universe. Our personal lives, in our oh. personal lives, oh, yeah. oddly enough, that's we didn't have bro. any deaths as far as I can think of. Yeah, that's good. No animals died? Yet. But yet. Your, your, your oldest dog, early. though. <laughs> oh, boy, your oldest <laughs> dog. <laughs> he's looking he's looking great (laughs) (laughs) yeah great that's the word i'll use (laughs) so for my co-host adam i am your co-host mike and we look forward to hanging out with you guys in a couple weeks so please stay subscribed and let your friends know that we're around and we'll see you then